it's Melissa Botello and welcome to another episode of the Bizwell Podcast. In today's episode, we are talking about people who take the credit for your work. So what do you do? What do you do when someone is taking credit for your work? Well, it's happened to all of us, I'm sure. It's happened to me recently. We've all had this happen at one point or another. You share an idea with a colleague and then you hear him or her repeating it in a meeting. So as I mentioned, it happened to me recently, except I shared the idea in a meeting openly with my boss and peer. And so at the time, no one really acknowledged either way. It was everyone was talking, a lot of brainstorming, people throwing out ideas. So when I threw out this idea and no one really acknowledged it, it wasn't good, bad. It, it just really didn't get very much play. I, you know, I didn't think anything of it. I, we all just kept going. And about 30 minutes later in this same meeting, my peer, he suggested the same idea. But guess what happened? My boss paused, thought about it. And not only did he acknowledge him, but he said, that was fantastic. I love that. Let's do this. And I sat just stunned. I looked around the room, see if anyone else heard what I did. And yes, a few eyes met mine. We locked eyes and one person arched an eyebrow with like the indication of WTF. And I'm thinking, did I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. Did these two just not hear my idea not 30 minutes ago? Did they not hear it? But now it's being repeated. It, it was just crazy. So how can this be? In this episode, I'm talking about how you can prevent your great ideas from being hijacked from others. We'll talk about how should you handle this situation? Is it okay to speak up right then and there? Or should you keep quiet like I did? And how you can make sure that you get the credit you deserve in the future. So let's dive in. So what are the experts have to say about this? So when this happened to me, I was Googling it afterwards. I was thinking about it. I talked to a few people. So what the experts say is we want to believe that our work speaks for itself. But in the real world, it matters who gets this credit. And this is said by Karen Dillon. She's the author of HBR Guide to Office Politics. He goes on to say, and you can't assume that people will notice the time and the effort you put into things. So I think what the point here is, that, and as I read on, it's you have to be an advocate for yourself. And if it happens once, okay, we can chalk it up as, you know, a mistake or someone didn't hear you or didn't realize and you, they had the same idea. But if it continues to be a pattern, which I'm sure many of us have encountered, that's when we need to do something. So let's start how should we handle the situation? So in my scenario, I didn't say anything. I felt like it wasn't appropriate. I didn't want to call attention to it. I didn't want to embarrass anybody, but I felt angry. Okay, right? Most of us would. So I think first and foremost, we need to calm down. We can't leap to anger, which is my ammo typically in these situations. Although if I was angry, I know I didn't show it because no one mentioned it. But anger is never our friend at work. Directing anger at another person wears us out. It can make us feel bad and it gives us a bad reputation. So instead, try to spend a few moments to try to verify what actually happened and then tackle the source of your anger. So in my scenario, I didn't say anything then and there. I let the meeting go on. So the question is, is it okay to speak up right then and there or should you keep quiet? In my opinion, and this is my opinion, you have to do what works for you. It's my opinion to speak up, but perhaps not in that moment. And so I'll give two scenarios on where you can speak up in that moment or later in a private scenario. So let's say the scenario is different from mine. It 
didn't happen when I get, you know, the scenario I just said doesn't typically happen. People don't typically steal your ideas right in the same meeting. But let's say you were collaborating with somebody or you had an idea you shared. A lot of people like myself will sh bounce ideas off of other people to sort of validate, are we going in the right direction? Does this make sense? And so if you validate your idea with somebody, but then later in a meeting, they bring it up as their own, here's a way to confront that. So let's say the colleague that you shared your idea with, with brings it up in a meeting. So you feel flustered, right? Or frustrated. So try not to let that show. Maybe smile and aim to speak with warmth and authority. But you may say something like this, quote, to clear up any misunderstanding of what Jack is trying to explain is that we collaborated on this effort. He led the initial data gathering while I devised the methodology and perform the analysis. And just leave it at that. Why say it was a collaboration even if it wasn't? Well, you're going to help Jack, and I refer to this person. I will, I'm not giving real names here. We call him Jack Ass. So it helps Jack save face with the team because the real conversation will take place with him privately later. You don't want to raise this in a meeting and make it derail everything. Okay, so that's a way to confront in public if you want. You don't have to do that. You can not even acknowledge that it was your idea and then take it privately. I do believe if it is something that you bounced an original idea off someone else, I think it's important that people in the meeting know and, and it's taking taking it away from him that it's all it's not all his. All right, so that's step one. Step two would be then to take it offline for a private conversation. And I would suggest, and I don't always go there, my first uh, ammo of defense would be going to make making accusations, but instead we should start by asking why. Again, instead of making those accusations, ask questions. This shifts the burden of proof to your colleague, Jackass. He has to explain why he felt justified in taking your credit. And research shows that it's much better to ask why it happened than to make a claim. Don't accuse ask questions or provide observations. The observations is the key. You go back to the fact. So the fact was on this day at this time you went to him and you pitched your idea for feedback. And so how you might say it is, let's try this quote, I noticed that when you talked about the project in the meeting earlier this week, you said I instead of quote we. Can you tell me why you framed it in that way? So by doing this, you'll be making it clear that you noticed and that it wasn't right. Not only did he take your idea, but he claimed it as his own. And I and I want to back up a bit before you start this conversation of asking questions, you send him an email, send him a note, call him and say, you know, I'd like to take some time to speak with you, um, get his permission to buy in for the conversation. And again, just as I'm describing this, I tend to go right Right into the why or the ac accusations, but again, take it a step back, ask for permission to get together. Then, you know, if, if it's honest and true, you know, tell Jack that you respect his work and his contributions. If that isn't true fact, you must have because you went to him in the first place to ask him for his feedback. So you must respect that. So tell him that. So set a tone of like, I respect your work and your contributions. That's why I came to you to ask for feedback on my idea. But then with a tone of pure authority, say to him in quote, but if you claim credit for my work again, I will set the record straight. And it's going to be feel scary. And that does feel a little confrontational, but you need to claim it. So again, you're saying to him, you respect his work. You came to him in the first place. But if you claim my work again in the future, I will set the record straight. Hopefully he will come back 
back with, got it, understood. Listen to him carefully what he has to say, but don't back down. This is a reasonable request. You are just stating the fact. And then close the conversation by thanking him and understanding that you look forward to collaborating with him again in the future. At that point, if you if that pattern continues or if you don't see improvements and this should happen again, I think it's time now then you need to mention it to your boss. You have determined that someone is intentionally taking credit for your ideas and contributions and it continues. And so you could explain to your boss that you have had a one-on-one face-to-face with Jack, the ass, and that you've asked him uh, to be polite and professional enough not to claim your contributions as his. So now you want to get your boss's feedback and bring him or her into the loop. The key here is to present the entire idea and project from start to finish and highlight the results that you have contributed. And then you can transition into how your coworker is taking the credit. And you might say something like, quote, this is to your boss. Something I've noticed in the team meeting was that Jack, Jackass only mentions his efforts and he mentions the project as his own. And boss, I want you to know all of the details in the background behind that I've contributed to. So again, this is just a way to weave this in. But the main point is not to seem like you're whining because you want a pat on the back, but you want to know. You want him or her, your boss, to know of the amazing contributions and ideas that you bring to the table. So now you've confronted Jackass, politely, professionally, with empathy and authority, but you've stated your claim. Now you've mentioned it to your boss only if it's a it's an ongoing pattern, right? If it's one time, you give everybody the benefit of the doubt, but if it's a pattern, you start to discuss with your boss. So lastly, I'm going to talk about self-promotion, and I am the worst at this. So these are things I've researched. These are things I've attempted to do. I will not ever claim that I'm the expert at this, but how can we make sure that we're getting the credit that we deserve, not just deserve, but we've earned based on our contributions. So it's all about don't shying away from self-promotion. So here's a few tips. um, And I'd love to hear from anyone if they have a better way of approaching this, because we all know that person who's constantly egging on for people to pat them on the back and they're constantly dropping all of what they've done and been and, and seen. And that just is annoying and people don't like that. But then there's the other end of it, like myself, who never shines a light on my contributions. I'm really good at showing what my team has done, all of their achievements, but my individual contributions, I have a very hard time with. In today's workplace, there tends to be a huge emphasis on teams. And it's just, as I mentioned, I'm all about my team and shining light on them. As a result, many professionals never learn how to promote themselves in a healthy way. That's where I am. So let's start here. Number one, when your boss or others ask you, how's it going? Instead of the trite, fine, great, all is good. A lot of times how I answer it, that next time someone asks you, how's it going? This is your time to brag it up a bit. So something might be instead of, yeah, everything's going great. Thanks. Add this on. Everything's going great. Thanks. Quote, I just finished this project when I worked with A, B, and C, and the result was I saved $10,000 or whatever the example is, but take it in and add that second sentence. Why has it been great? What did you just finish working on? And pay particular attention to when you're talking to your boss and how he or she responds to it. And hopefully they're going to say, wow, that's great. You know, thank you so much. I'd love to hear that. And then again, you're just going to reinforce subtly that, you know, thank you, boss. 
I'm glad that you liked my work. Um, I stayed late to finish it. I worked over the weekend, you know, adding a plug in there for your hard work. Because if you're like me, you're doing a ton of work behind the scenes, evenings, weekends, staying late, you're collaborating with other people, but they don't know it unless you show it to them. So again, just a subtle way, but when someone, and it doesn't even have to be your boss, it can be other people within the company, ask how things are going, shine a little light on your achievements. Or if you're like me, I have a weekly one-on-one -on -one with my boss and I give updates. So I tend to be very factual. It's like, we did this, we accomplished this, we did this. But again, it's we, it's always we. So you might be able to weave in something like, quote, I'm really proud of the fact that this week we did this, this, and this. And what it means is when I collaborated with this company and I brought this project in, we were able to do this. So again, it's, it's the we, but it's also weaving in your individual contributions. The other thing we can do is tell a story. Tell the story of the problem that you solved. So it doesn't look like you're tooting your horn, but you're talking about problems within your companies and how you contributed and solved them and the outcomes. So that will bring some visibility to your amazing contributions. So hopefully you're not encountering this in your workplace or elsewhere. But if you do, just to summarize and wrap this episode up is number one, stay calm and carry on. Regulate your emotions. Don't go off in a meeting and or individually with somebody. Stick to the fact. What are those facts? What happened? So that's number two. State one, stay calm. Number two, address it head on. And again, like that first example that I opened up with about the meeting and my boss and my peer, it didn't happen again with that certain person. Um, and frankly, may, I, I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt that he just didn't hear it. Lots of people were talking within the meeting. But if it continues or someone continues to do this openly or in private, you need to address it head on. And again, not by accusing, but by asking questions and bringing facts and observations to the discussion and set boundaries. It's not okay to take other people's ideas. We're, we're one team here, but you do need to address it head on. Number two, if it is a pattern. And then again, create those boundaries and put the person on notice. Let them know that you will be speaking up if it continues to happen and you will claim your accomplishments. You can do it politely and you can do it professionally. It, it's awkward to, to confront anybody, but it's something that needs to be done because if you don't do it, then that person will continue to take the credit from you. And lastly, and most importantly, not to toot your horn when you can, make it in a way that you are telling stories, you're giving feedback as to what your achievements have been. And we have grown up into the place where it's all about we, and there is no I in team, and that's absolutely uh, where we need to be. And I agree with that. But you do need to be able to share your individual contributions whenever possible. So I hope this episode helped you and or pass it on and share with a friend if they're in a situation where someone is taking credit from them. We all work really hard and it's important to have our ideas recognized. So thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Biswell Podcast. Share this episode on social media. Please help me. I am trying to gather a bigger following because I'd love to have more guest on the show and I want to learn from others as well. So please share if you will. Rate this episode if you liked it and I look forward to tuning in with you on the next episode of the Bizball Podcast. Until next time.